What's up? I'm Jeff Weiss, a writer. And I'm No Can Do, a renaissance man. And this is Shots Fired, a podcast about hip-hop and the Japanese art of origami. Mm-hmm. Were you in origami ever during your travels in, in Osaka? No, I'm, I do not... Uh, I can't really. My handwriting sucks. I don't have. That's calligraphy, James. I know, but I'm saying like my handwriting. Anything that takes like like uh, coordination with my fingers and patience. Anything with patience with my hands. I don't really got it, you know. For, uh, when I, but I do know that when my ex-wife was pregnant with my oldest daughter, who's 15 now, I bought her origami book to shut her up. <laughs> was she in origami? No, she wasn't. But it kind of looked like a boring kind of thing to do. Like, but I respect people that are into it. I mean, it's due for a hipster comeback. I think, like, is the although that word has, it has th- now been neutered. It had so a thing. It, it had a thing anymore. in the '70s, right? Origami was popping Did in it? the '70s. Was origami popping? And then in I think the 70s? it was popping in the '90s, right? I, when was origami popping in the '90s? I mean, Gr- I, grunge. <laughs> not to say grunge, but I'm Lane Staley of Alice. The reason James why we're speaking a, about origami because it was like it became relevant in the '90s. You know, um, <laughs> let's, let's, let's look up the origami on Wikipedia. This is what <laughs> this is what they they come for shots. For. I mean, it is pretty sick that people. Um, make cranes, I guess. The cranes is the, the entry level. <laughs> yeah. Right? Then there's boxes and there's all kind of stuff. Apparently like, it's been practiced since the Edo period of 1603 to 1867. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, well. The Edo period in Japan is when, this is, that's when uh, everybody was dying. That's why Japanese people are so polite is what I was told. Really? Because people were killing people for no reason all the time. And so... They, uh, I think, I think Musashi Miyamoto's from that period, right? Uh, I don't. Know. I might. I'll probably be wrong, but Blade Runner apparently had a lot of origami. Uh, but you know, but that period is basically that's like the gangster. That's like you know the the gangster period in Japan. You know, just a lot of dying. You know? A lot of dying. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, then it opened up right after it was over. Like I think towards the end of it, yeah. which is such a that, that is such a dick thing to do. That they, like, can you imagine like the hubris of like like how hard do you have to be to be like, no, no, nah, we're killing each other right now. Yeah. This is the outside world. No, I mean no, none of that. No, no trespassers. Yeah, you know, we're not doing business with you. You know what I'm saying? And they were trying to like, yeah, they're like, no, no, you can't come in. And like, they were no, and which they, is like you're right to be like. Yeah. It's interesting how it's like like in the movie Black Panther, where in Wakanda, where it was kind of a similar thing, where they where they were closed off society, and that was kind of like how feudal Japan was. Yeah, yeah. And they were also uh, going to try to tell still things from uh, China all the time. Did you like Black Panther? You had to, right? <laughs> Why did I have to, bro? Because every because you're a Marvel guy, and that movie's amazing. I'm a DC guy, actually. You're a DC guy. Yes, I'm a DC. <laughs> I didn't guy. mean like you had to like it because you're black. Okay, yeah, yeah was that was not that, what I was going I for. That's yeah, not yeah. What you're saying. No, because it's it's like the best comic book movie. <clears throat> now look, I thought, but I'm not this a comic is, book guy. This is what I'm gonna say. All right, <laughs> here we go. And this is gonna offend people, but <laughs> the, we're back. <laughs> all right, look, the only uh, the only black superhero. Black, black superhero. Blade, right? No, but Blade is tight though. Blade, Blade, is, tight. Blade is Blade is a superhero movie that kicked off superhero movies, vampire yeah, movies, and action movies. And, all and raves and raves, <laughs> basically. But um, no, it's a uh, Static Shock. Okay. So in the nineties, uh, a writer who was like known for some DC stuff and Spider Man, he was a black dude. Yeah. In the same way, like how it works in music, DC gave him his own imprint. And he created a comic book company called Milestone, and they created uh, Icon, which is basically like their Superman, uh, Puerto Rican dude named Hardware. They had like you know LGBT stuff. They had, and then That's also cool. they had this this uh, character named Static, which is you know 
I can go into why that could be controversial, but after that, that comic book got widely popular, black or white. It was just, it was a team, uh -huh. you know? After that, Milestone kind of like folded, and all, all the indies folded, like Image Comics and Valiant Comics and all that. After they all uh -huh. kind of, you was know. Was Image the one that, no, they weren't the ones. That's that with Spawn. Yeah, yeah okay, that's with that Spawn. And, yeah, and those right. were dudes that were basically from, from Marvel. Okay. That, that rolled over to that. But, so this guy, basically Static, you know, folded into the DC universe. Most other Black Panther, Black anything, Luke Cage, uh -huh. this was like white people creating a black character just because this makes money. Okay. They we're going to satisfy a market. from the 60s or 70s? From the 70s. 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 It's, like, it's, it's like black exploitation. Yeah, interesting. Okay. You know? Yeah. So me as a, as a, like a, a comic book fan, like maybe my dad's generation will like that. Mm -hmm. What's up, kitty? Maybe my dad's generation will like that. I, I, I don't like as a black artist when somebody like creates a thing for me. You know? Yeah, I like I want... <laughs> uh... So we're back with a little edit, but so basically, um, I like the Black Panther movie for what it stands for as a. Uh, I like what it stands for as a, uh, you know, as a as for for what it does for Black Hollywood, you yeah. know, what it does for the Marvel. Un I don't really care too much about the Marvel universe. It's mm -hmm. it's like you know, it's just rock 'em sock 'em. Yeah. Explosions. Yeah, I actually know. thought it was a, like, a legitimately great movie. Mm -hmm. I think Ryan Coogler is like some kind of genius. Like, yeah, he is. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I town town business. Like, yeah. Oakland is special. Like, the, in the creativity in yeah. Oakland is 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 a thing that's gone back. Yeah, for as long as Oakland's been around. I was saying when he had like the two short song in the first like three minutes of the two minutes of the movie, you're like, all right, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah well yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. automatically puts you at ease, which is crazy. <laughs> it's it's crazy when you really think about it because he slipped in like an 80, 1989, 88 two short song, and Ava DuVernay slipped in Park Bench People into wrinkle in time yeah, yeah, yeah wow i didn't even know that yeah I didn't it's watch like it. it's like and that's now uh i think fellowship's like most streamed song because it's on the yeah. which is cool like and it's cool that did you listen to black panther soundtrack yeah i did yeah a couple of really good songs on it i mean i love the sobrb the sobrb look bro vallejo as for for rap you know they they, they brought my favorite rappers be legit one of my favorite rappers yeah, be we legit. just had a be legit in e40 interview on passion Noise. Oh my God! Yeah, which I'm is read it. which is a website? Yeah, of course they put. I mean, they so much game. Yeah, yeah, they had to. Yeah, but you know, fucking uh, like the you know the Mac Dre's and the freaking you know E40s be legit's and you know everything. Like to hear when I watch those SOBRBE videos and I and I and I hear hear the raps, like um, it takes me it takes me to a special place. Like the town my dad's from is like 15 minutes away from That's there. Fairfield, Fairfield, yeah. you know. So like. My dad's buddies, his drinking buddies, are from Vallejo. So I be in Vallejo, and I look at that, and I'm like, damn, this is, like, it's unlike, it's unlike any place. Uh, it's like unlike any kind of like hood in the West Coast, you know? Like, mm -hmm. whereas like you know, Oakland has like this no gang kind of thing, you know? Does Oakland not have gangs? They have blocks and little cliques and crews. Really? Yeah. So but it's like that's actually like how Baton Rouge is. Like Baton Rouge probably. doesn't have Bloods and Crips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just has like little like small gangs. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like it's like mob. Like, we yeah. get, are we getting money together? Yeah, it's like, like that. that. Yeah. But Vallejo has like these two sides. Interesting. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, and it's basically it's like socials and the greasers. Uh -huh. It's like you know, like E40 and them. I think they're from like the hillside. Uh -huh. And not to say that they're both, you know, like not they're not kind of two tough areas. Yeah. But then the crest side is like the place where it's like a little bit rougher. And I think the SOBRBE dudes are from the crest side. And it's that, that, that. And I think Mac Dre was from the crest side. So mm -hmm. it's like that real, like, that real wild boy kind of shit. Like you can hear them when they're rapping. You know what I mean? Like, they just like, they have that growl in their voice. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. You, you can tell that shit, you yeah. know? 
they got the thousand yard stare in their voice. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Whereas like the dudes from the other side, they got game and they got slicker. like a little swap. Yeah, like, I, I, I think shit. Danny Brown told me that like Detroit was like that too, mm-hmm. like on the west side. West and side and east side. Detroit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, LA doesn't have that dynamic because we just got little pockets of weird shit. When you say like the West Side though and the East Side, like people always say that like the West Side's a little like you know, I mean if you think about the Mert's technically the West Side, right? The Mert is the West Side, yeah. And and for in the black in the black hood thing, the Mert is the West Side for sure. Um, But I think like dudes from, I think if there's a project anywhere, you know, like people from Venice Mm -hmm. and people from you know people from uh, Watts, yeah. They're more similar than they are than people from South Central, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if that makes sense. Like, I think we're, yeah. And then if you're from Lamert, you're just a fucking weirdo artsy. I mean, what are the uh, there's the jungles obviously. I mean, the jungles, but the jungles is beautiful. Yeah, and the places are fucking big and I guess you're right. South Central is mostly houses. Houses, a lot of apartment building, a lot of space. Yeah, a lot of lot of families. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of families that, like, you know, and even Compton's like very similar to that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like. You know, there's little little spots where, even like even the east side, because my buddy's from Swans, and like, you know, houses, space, yeah. you know, families and, and groups. But I think, like, we don't have a. You you can say the east side is a little bit more, you know, it's less Hollywood. Yeah. But you can't say it's less like refined, you know, yeah. or or rougher. Well, I, I think the know? I mean the west side, if you think about it, was traditionally. I mean, Lamert, especially in Central Live, is like more of the history. I mean, Central is probably like right in between the divider, right? Central is the divider yeah, from the west yeah. side and the east side. Yeah. So I mean, like that's like kind of the central home of the Bohemia. Like yeah. I think Lamert, obviously. I call Hoover the actual divider, though. Yeah. The Hoover's as a group of people split. Yeah. A mentality, I believe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In what way? Uh, I think. I think, let's see, I think the Hoover, oh, fuck, I'm going to say, the Hoovers are known for being, like, really grimy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, both people on this, on the, on either side of the Hoovers have to be really tough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, I drove around, like, uh, that area with Schoolboy Q once, and that was generally the idea. That yeah. It was, yeah exactly. And it's because those, those, the Hoovers are, like, like some Crestside dudes. Like, yeah. you know, like... You know, that's, you know, they're, they're a gang, but like, un, they're not under yeah. the, under like the tenets of Crip blood kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I think. Know. Yeah, wouldn't they like rival with like certain Crip sets too? Whoever they want yeah. and click up with whoever they want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and cross racial How do you lines, define the hundreds? The hundreds? They're just like neighborhood Crips. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like, and they're more like South Bay. It's also near Inglewood, right? It's like the border of Inglewood. Um... To me, that that feels close. That's like South Bay to yeah. me. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I I would say it's the border. The sixties are the border of Inglewood too. You know, and yeah. the Florencias are border of Inglewood. But the the hundreds, you know, it's that's the closer to that like to that like Compton feel to me. Yeah, you know, yeah, but like my sense. my you know family that are like the, the of the Crippish variety get a, get along with them in a. In a in a distant cousin kind of way, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I haven't really had to. Ice Cube's from that neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, I haven't re- really. Those he's from. The, I thought it was in the sixties. Ice Cube, uh, from the hundreds. Oh, he's from the hundreds. I yeah, don't know. and my fucking uncle is from the goddamn hundreds, and um, that's where Drake goes from. He's from that area. Yeah, he's from the hundreds. Yeah, yeah. that's where uh, we used to go. There's like neighborhoods over there that are like really uh like there's some really really nice houses over there. Yeah, and you know there's certain neighborhoods where you go. 
on fucking Christmas to see the lights or yeah. you go to their neighborhood yeah. for fucking trick or treat. Uh-huh. We used to go to the hundreds. We're from the fifties. Yeah. So we go to the hundreds cause like, you know, you, you seen fucking like, you know, I, or one thing I liked when I saw the NWA movie is like when they were re- getting arrested and harassed by the police, yeah. the police in that neighborhood, like, you know, the whole black neighborhood, it's fucking every, we're getting tormented. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the why it was so like crazy for Ice Cube and those dudes to like, be getting hassled by the police because those are like middle class, yeah, you know, kids, you know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are so going they're to, like going to Taft, yeah, and just that whole yeah. area, like you know, uh, going to Monroe, yeah, uh, like uh, high school, I think uh, that's like the one that's on the end of Inglewood, yeah, yeah. or whatever is around there. Those are like kids whose like parents were fucking you know dentists and shit, interesting, and then they're getting, you know, they're getting bumped up and. Treat it like what they think, yeah. how like kids from the project should be treated. Yeah. But that's why they had that reaction yeah. to be like, "Fuck the police!" Because yeah. if you grow up in the shit, you all you just internalize all this shit, and you be like, "This is just the way things yeah. are." Well, this is a natural segue. I mean, we were to talk about Greedo and Draco, and mm-hmm. kind of obviously Greedo from Jordan Downs mm-hmm. and Watts. This like, I mean, like you probably know more. Did you ever, did you ever spend any time with Watts when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, my grandma used to teach at. Uh, which is now Jackie Joyner Kersey, so it's 103rd Street, mm-hmm. three, 103rd Street School. Right, right, right across the street from Local. Yeah, yeah. and it's right across the street from Local. Jordan Downs, yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. where I found I found out that my grandma used to teach there when I was there from a dude that worked at Local. I was like, hey, is 103rd Street School around here? And he was like, yeah, I used to, it, it was right there. It was this school right here, it's called Jackie Joyner Kersey, I mm-hmm. believe. And he was like, I used to go there, and I'm like, do you know a lady named my grandma. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, that was one of my teachers. Mm-hmm. And that's actually the first time I got money on my own. Yeah. Or one of the first times is that I used to help my grandma tutor kids that were much older than me there. Yeah. That are from like the projects that are from like an underserved yeah. area, you know? It's crazy. I mean, like, uh, you know, if you if you didn't see the news, I mean, Greedo just got a 03 Greedo from Watts. I just got sentenced to, to 20 years for 400 grams of meth. He got caught with 400 grams of meth. Uh, that a lot of grams are tiny. Is that a lot of meth? I, th- I, th- I think it was like, I thought it was four pounds, but like I saw it also reported as 400 grams. But Is that a smokable amount or sellable no, amount? No, it's, it's a sellable amount. It's a lot of meth. It's a lot of meth? And he got found with, with that and a gun. He had a homie, and like they were they were on like a Interstate 40 or something in Texas, but like outside of Amarillo. Yeah. And they got knocked. And like, it's fucked because like once you get, if you get caught with drugs, like you can, if you have a murder charge, you can probably beat the murder charge because mm-hmm. you, you have to have multiple eyewitnesses usually to convict and have to be reliable eyewitnesses and like, like, mm-hmm. But like drugs, that shit is like, and he, I guess he had two felonies that were enhanced from LA. Mm-hmm. So they were basically they were trying to throw him three hundred years at him. They were saying, really? Yeah, and like he had to take pussy ass crack and give a nigga hundred years. Trying to give him three hundred years. Yeah, you know? isn't that crazy? Yeah. So yeah, no, he and you know his dad, I guess, died when he was thirty, and yeah. he didn't think he'd make it. He didn't know any. He's like, I didn't know anyone. Yeah. I, it's crazy to think how many people I've, I've spoken to with are like, I don't, I didn't know anyone. Like after thirty, like Preco said the same thing. What you didn't know anybody older than thirty? Basically, yeah. Like, or like very few people that were like men that were older than thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, like. But that's a lifestyle. Not to say that they sign up for, but that's a lifestyle that they slipped into. Yeah, you know what totally. I'm saying. Yeah. Not to. Be I, 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 no, I think that's a better way to put. It. I, I get really annoyed when, like, I mean, who am I to say? But like, it's annoying when people say they signed up for it, and it's like a lot of the time, it's like it's a lot more complicated than like it's not like a fucking you're not like a YMCA sign up board to play basketball. No, no, no. but this, it's it's a, it's not. It's one of those things. It's like. You know the Kanye West slavery is a choice. Yeah. No, it's a it's not a, it's not like a choice. It is a hard thing to unchoose if you're dealt with a certain. Yeah. If you if you're dealt a certain hand, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, like 
and it is a it is a wild it's a it's a wild thing that like even the dudes that you know that are up, over a certain age they've they're married to that lifestyle yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so they're you feel a lot of people i mean like i feel like you know a lot of people that have kind of got out of it right like in, as they get in their 30s nah. no no nah. still, they're still really no, I mean, I was like, like a few people we both know. Yeah, yeah. Like not to say, not to, not to say like, okay, I got a buddy. Yeah. That who's married now. Yeah. And he served his time. You know, he did all that stuff. He's married now, and he, uh, and you know, they're buying their first. Him and his lady are buying their first house. You know, and uh, his lady is always like, you know. Their biggest problem is like certain like real life obligations based on something that you sign up for, things that you really care about, yeah. will take them off the tr- the square yeah. path. Yeah. You know. Totally. Yeah. And like. What? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt. I was gonna say the thing about Greedo too is like right. All right, Greedo. I guess Greedo went to Verbum Day, mm. which was interesting because Verbum Day is like a pretty like middle class like mm. private school. Where's that? It's like a. I th- I think it's, it's in, I think like South Central Watts, like like mm. in the border, kind of like, yeah. yeah. It's like something that, what is it called again? Verbum Day. It's like a Verbum private Day. Catholic school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was like actually a basketball powerhouse for a while. I don't, I don't know if it still is anymore, but yeah. like, you know, uniforms and shit. And yeah, like, yeah. he basically was like, uh, he told me, he was like, they should they should send my brother there. He was the weirdo, which I, his brother was like, I think like the more well-behaved kid and Greedo yeah. was kind of rebellious. And yeah. I guess Greedo lived in, he lived in like Kansas for a while, Kansas City, I think for a while, or mm-hmm. St. Louis. Uh, one of the two, uh, mm-hmm. he was living in Sacramento for a little bit. Like mm-hmm. he's been all over, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I guess he showed up at Jordan Downs. So he was 12, 13, but he had a kid, I think at 18 yeah, yeah. and he had a bunch of bullshit job, like working on like Robinson's man shit. And then I think he started like, he got a couple convictions. Yeah. And then at that point, like how are you getting a normal job? Yeah. Who's yeah. going to hire you without, without, without a high school, even a high school degree with a drug, a drug or two mm-hmm. on your record. Like, and you when can't you get have, a job. and when you have kids, face tattoo, you when know, you have like, kids, you have this, especially at a young age, you have this like crazy uh, thing where it's like, you just got to get money. Yeah. You know what I'm I'm saying? Like you got to get money hand over fist. So like, you know. Yeah. I mean, you had a kid, what, 18? 19. And you, yeah, you didn't have a college degree. No, I don't have a college degree. You just had to like, yeah. I had a corporate park continuation degree. But then there's like things that I've had to do that are illegal for money at the time. But I, you know, I'm, I'm not as with the shits as like somebody like that where they're like, I'm gonna move four pounds of meth or four, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Well, I like think that was the culmination, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, I, I think I've been privileged in the sense of like having like having like hip hop in my like Lamert Park art hip hop yeah. money and battle rap and totally. things like that to that that there were like licks. Yeah. Versus like somebody who is from, you know, that side. You know, and uh, yeah, who's that? Like, if I was just focusing on music at the time, uh, I don't think I would have been able to make totally. I mean, uh, it's, make it without doing some. Really it's a different thing. I mean, or, or going to get yeah. a nine to five. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And just totally, I'd be one of the dudes like driving a bus right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's it is weird to think about Watts like in the context of LA because it's like whereas Lamert, like you could like drive through. Lamert, you know what I mean? You'd be like you're not gonna j- accidentally drive through Watts like mm-hmm. Jordan Down. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, like yeah. it's its own kind of world almost like. It's a neighborhood. Yeah, it's a real. It's yeah. like a neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the crazy thing about L.A. Like you don't have to be anywhere you don't want to be. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So like me personally, like you could never. You could literally spend your whole life and never go to the valley. 
I don't go to the valley <laughs> yeah, unless yeah. there's like some money calling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but with like Watts, I never unless my grandma taught there or the Roy Choi thing. Yeah, yeah. I would never go to Watts. Yeah. You know, I don't have my mom lives in the jungles. My my homie used to live in the jungles. Yeah. My whole life, I never went to the jungles until I met a had made a friend who lived there. Yeah, yeah. Or my mom's there. I, you know what? Why am I gonna be there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean. It's yeah, I don't know. That's what's crazy about. It. I think his music is like you watch the videos, and it's like it, it has that feeling of like a like a neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, I don't know. It, it, a lot it, of trees and shit, and like <laughs> backyards. It's it, well, I mean, well, he's just in the projects. <laughs> yeah, he's just like in Jordan Downs. But it's like uh, it's weird to think like he. There's not. We've talked about this a lot. There's not that many organic. LA rap gangster kind of street rap phenomenons but we talked about you know you always would joke around saying TD was like a boy band and shit but it like, was but like it, I mean it, it wasn't it wasn't but of course like there's it, no, truth it, that it, would de- it, was, it definitely they, they picked, was yeah yeah those are industry plants <laughs> those are people who were signed before you knew who they were yeah that's you true. know I mean like well, I mean I, I interviewed um and this and this is no shade in any way but like I, I remember interviewing Q um and uh you know, he basically, it was him and Absol as before, like right before Habits of Contradiction came and he's like, we weren't really popping until the internet came on, until the internet kind of like blew us up. And mm-hmm. then like, then Dre came in, you know what I mean? The, mm-hmm. the Dre thing came in and then it was like a thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas Greedo, like it was interesting because I wrote that piece on, on Passion of the Weiss about Greedo and like some people were being like, oh, this is just the white music critics decided to like this guy. And it's like, are you kidding? He had no white, f- like I, I was, but when, when I wrote about him, he already had maybe 100,000 black fans or 50,000 black fans, and mm. he had maybe like 10 white ones at that yeah, point. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, it was completely people in Watts and maybe like the Even still to this day, I don't think that's a music that even that I don't think too many like white people really rock with. That's not one of those. No. That's, that's not a, he's not a, uh, he's doing a, I mean, he's taking a lot from like, you know, like white music, you know, I could yeah. hear it, you know? Yeah, he, I mean, but, yeah, it's like kind of how Kevin Gates like definitely is listening to a lot of pop punk. Yeah, yeah, but he's not making. I mean, I don't think he's making music for anybody, but to to express it. Yeah. But like, even even you, I think you showed. Oh, this is you didn't show like this is what you guys should like, but you show that there's like genuine love for him in you know in a certain community totally. in, a, in an area. And I, I would say Draco to a certain extent too. Like Draco was popping mm. before like anyone like mm. a blog post. Yeah, yeah. I think before we go yeah. over to Draco, yeah. one of my favorite things to do was to read the fucking comments in Mafia Business. The YouTube comments for like, oh my god! You, I've learned more from YouTube comments of like certain, like, yeah, yeah, like. But so like the Grape Streets are one of one of those gangs that like don't got a lot of friends, don't That's got a lot that, of alliances. Yeah, he said he was blackballed <laughs> from the industry for real. And there's, there aren't any Grape Street. People in the industry? No, not at all. You know, and like, not not a lot of Hoovers too, right? Uh, I think only Q. I mean, like, well, J Rock was a bounty hunter. Bounty hunter, yeah. yeah. But so check so this out. Diff- that's a whole different. If you look at the comments, motherfuckers be like, "I don't fuck with Grape Streets and whatever whack." But I fuck with Greedo. But I fuck with this music. Yeah. I fuck with this. People, oh, people be like, oh, I'm a crip from Tacoma. Fuck Great Street, but this song is tight. I'm from yeah. Kansas City. Like that, that music, is, and it's really mafia business. Like, and yeah. I, I call Greedo like a blues man, totally. you know? Like, he yeah, that's, literally. That, that's a blues spiritual, basically. He like, made like a, a song for his dead homie. Yeah. And, like. Do you hear the story? He recorded it. was the first time he ever played it, was at the funeral. He sang it at the funeral. Mm, yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. And, like. It's literally a funeral requiem. It's a, it's a requiem. And this, you know, and, like, it's just, it's just. So it it just shows like, 
like the power like the power of art, you yeah, know? Totally. Because people literally that's like what, that's people, exactly what I yeah. People are people aren't supposed they're not like no. they're not supposed to cross those no, lines. It's universal. It's so it's so deeply personal and specific that it becomes mm-hmm. universal. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like I, it, it was interesting a lot of people were like, you know, not a lot of people. Like, you know, there's always like one or two like internet idiots that just don't mm-hmm. get it cuz mm-hmm. they just like, you know, get per- really, I don't know. No, but you you won't get it if if you're not in it, you don't get it. Like yeah. a lot of people on on the most part aren't in the they're not in the real world. They spend a lot of time on internet. They spend a lot of time at work. They spend a lot of time yeah. in their families. But yeah. like to like to be in the streets doesn't mean to be like in a gang or, or whatnot. Yeah. But to be like just dealing with a, a uh, dealing with a bunch of people that you shouldn't have to be dealing with. Yeah. Like dealing with a gang of different personalities. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you know, like 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 just people in New York that take the train versus people that don't take the train. Yeah, yeah. You learn a lot about about like uh, you know. You, you learn you learn a lot about like respect and cultures and yeah. like you know you uh, and yeah. all that stuff. But people on the fucking internet totally. that are just like I live in the suburbs, I work, I go home, and then they see something that reminds them of something that they don't understand. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's absolutely. because you live a sterile, sterile life. Totally. You know? Yeah. No. The, I mean, the most value. The more I, I never learned more about LA than when I was like reporting out in LA and talking to people and yeah. just just listening. You know what I mean? You think you grew up in L.A. and you're like, nope, <laughs> like you didn't. You grew up in a tiny little part of L.A. where you yeah. came in. And like that's what's interesting about L.A. is like if you are. I mean, you had obviously a pretty unique. I wouldn't. You put pretty unique experience. You're going around different parts. You're going from Culver City to Watts. It's like, you know, yeah, growing yeah, up early. in South Central. Yeah. South Central, Watts, Culver City, downtown. Yeah. My mom used to work in downtown. That fucking what is yeah. it? Yeah, but didn't your grandma live in like Baldwin Hills kind of area? She lived in uh, Ladera. Ladera, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's like you're mm. like all around. I'm all know, city, Lamert, all city yeah. Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all city, but the true Lamert Park legend. <laughs> uh, the best rapper in LA is what they say. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, no, but Draco, that shit is crazy, also too, because yeah. like he he's now like locked up, um, mm-hmm. and they they slapped a bunch of murder charges on him and his whole like Sting Team crew and everything, mm-hmm. and like it's uh. Shit, if it, it feels very, uh, I think he'll beat it, and it feels very like weird though because I it, it seems like conspiratorial. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like some real rap police shit. Where I, well, you don't really see that in LA. You know, LA's not has not historically had a rap police. It's had like a racist bigoted police force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't our uh, police chief? Isn't he from New York or Boston? Where's he from? No, nah, well, he was Charlie Beck, who was. Uh, it's interesting because I wrote about it kind of in the article about about Greedo a little bit, but. Um, Basically, uh, there was this guy, Colonel William Parker, right? Yeah, who, that's he, the OG one. That's he was the one who militarized. The OG racist, right? Yeah, like yeah. He, he went Marine in World War II, came back, was like, I'm going to militarize the police force. His chauffeur was Daryl Gates. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you, I think you had Tom Bradley in between. Like, mm-hmm. and then, but then you go. I don't was the, Tom Bradley was made it to lieutenant, and then you're right, you're right. I don't. And think, then yeah. opted out because of the out. racism. Because of the racism, and yeah. it became, and became the mayor. Became the mayor, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then Daryl Gates. They, I think they had one guy after Parker between mm-hmm. him and Gates, but Gates was like Parker's chauffeur, and then Gates mentored Charlie Beck. But although everyone says Charlie Beck is like significantly better than previous one, this is actually LA County Sheriff's Department that are fucking with with uh with Draco, mm-hmm. which is I mean, which is his own thing. I was saying like Lee Baca is like really corrupt. Oh, and Sheriff like, Lee Baca, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 uh, but I mean, I don't know. I I I'm not really at a place to like the differences between the County Sheriff Department and like the. But I'm I'm sure they're not exactly wonderful people either. But. I, that's a that's a complicated world. Yeah, that whole like, like well, it's like different competing gang, police forces. Yeah, police. You know, and well, I, then they, the crash units, which was a gang of LAPD. Mm-hmm. You know, the crash units are fucking, or they're just the gang police. Yeah, they're. 
I'm happy that I'm not a gangbanger. Yeah. Like, that shit was a gang unto itself, like of just racist ass police, white policemen. I mean, even probably when, a lot even, of black police. I mean, even, even see, when yeah, they're not racist, yeah. even like the gang. Dude, I don't even. I can, the, the, the blue line. That's the interesting about police, right? Like, it doesn't. Like, I mean, it's like, yeah, a lot of the police officers are racist, but or whatever, or, or white. But like, the all policemen, the, the the blue line, I feel like goes above. Yeah. Everything. This I can say that if you are a police officer and you're up and you're upholding a lot of stuff that uh, if you're upholding justice un, in our flawed ass reality, yeah. There's no way that you won't do things that are racially, that are like unfair racially. Yeah. Even if you're not, even if you're Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah. It's just the way, it's the way, the way things are. Yeah. You know? But uh, I can say that I've come across people, crash dudes, and they gave me, I'm, I'm not affiliated. Yeah. I just go by vibes, intentions, you yeah. know, whatever hippie shit. I get the same energy from people that are on crash yeah. that I get from gangbangers. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And so like where motherfuckers are like, like I know like this motherfucker, he's just with the shits. And if I do this thing, then this is a conflict or like, you know, yeah. and, but instead like this dude from like, you know, this gang is like going to fight, but this guy, he wants to fight too, yeah. but he's going to fight and throw me in jail tonight. You yeah. know? Yeah. So like, like, like they, I feel like the police and a lot, of, a lot of those dudes, they look at look at a lot of this shit as a game, yeah. and it's like it's like how many people can I tag and bag, you know? Yeah. Or if or if a guy like Draco, like oh this guy thinks he's above the law or talks, they're playing, yeah, and that's what it was, and they're playing his music in the, when he, they put him in the station house. They're playing his music and they're talking about all his music and like oh this video, like this video, this video, this video. They're watching all his videos. So gangsters, right? Yeah. Alpha male people, whatever yeah. the fuck, you know, they. They listen to oldies, yeah. right? When they hear stuff it's, that's not about their gang, but stuff that talks about being tough, like, you know, they would say, like, back at, like, NWA shows, yeah. that's when all the fights would break out. Yeah. They were at risk of being robbed. But at two live crew like, shows, it was all quick, parties. Yeah, yeah, quick it was, shows, it would be rough, yeah. Because oh. a bunch of tough guys don't want to see a bunch of, they don't, the energy of a bunch of people talking about how tough they are, it's, it's, like, oh. it's a challenge, Yeah, totally. you know? Interesting. So, all, to be totally honest, Gangsters that I know don't listen to Draco, you know. Yeah. But that's the thing for people like non-affiliated people mm-hmm. to like, because like that's like super that's superhero shit to the people that aren't in that life. Mm-hmm. But to the people and the cops are in that life. Yeah. They are they are patrolling the same streets, yeah. you know. And so they hear this guy that that's talking like, I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll do that. These are the people that are paid to stop the shit that yeah. he's talking about. Yeah. So it's an invitation. Yeah. It's, you know? I mean, it's interesting. It's taunting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and his music is the most taunting music I've ever heard too. For real, it's like like some fifty. He's cent got a smile. Shit. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll be like he'll call me from jail and he'll be saying some crazy shit and he'll just be laughing. Mm-hmm. Like he'll just be laughing like it's like funny. Like which yeah. is like you know I've never seen anyone so like yeah you know childlike creativity from him. That's yeah. the that's the funny part. Yeah. Like he's not really you know there's certain people that are like you know. Jail ain't nothing to, to a lot of people. Jail is nothing but like artist development. You know, yeah. he's in there just getting stories. He's yeah. in there, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. He called me like yesterday over the phone, and he was like, just like someone was trying to talk shit to him, and he just goes off on like a rant, like they'd be on his album, like just like, st- you know, like I'm not even imitated, but it's like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? He was like, step the fuck off, motherfucker, and it starts like going in like a stream of consciousness tangent, and it was like, it was like the end of his songs. It was, it was wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's why I, I think that's why his music is so good. Yeah, I don't. 
Like that's, I think that's why his music is so good is because he 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 takes all he takes that in and he spills it out in a way that's like like is like passionate but like it's a, it's, a, yeah. it's a level I don't give a fuck you know yeah yeah all right well we should uh we were this is gonna be we were gonna do the Zaytoven episode but let's just go with the G Perico episode I feel this is only a natural segue into mm-hmm. the G Perico episode you weren't there but I did the interview a while I back do the Zaytoven episode <laughs> yeah we're we're about we're about oh wait this makes it, more it, sense it aired, it aired the week it aired the week previous okay yeah so we are in the future and we are doing the G Perico episode okay yeah no Perico. I mean, I don't even. Do we really need an intro? One of the best rappers in LA, like just and uh, stylistically too. Yeah, and he's like best a, hair. Uh, he's, he's he reminds me of a he reminds me of the Dodge Charger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like an improvement on the design, yeah, 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 totally, like and a modernization, time, on like the, but like timeless. Yeah, yeah, modernization like, of the design. Yeah, like I feel like old. like easy. Like I was, I've said like a bunch of times, like if Easy E were in heaven, like or hell or wherever the fuck he was, mm-hmm. heaven, of course. Just easy, give easy, him heaven. Yeah, I'm gonna give Easy heaven. I mean, he, I have a framed photo of him on my wall, but yeah. you know what I mean. He'd be smiling down to see Perico. I feel like that's like that that tradition like continued and kind of just like I don't think he would. I think all old rappers hate would hate. Somebody. No, I think he would like G Perico. You think so? Yeah, I think he would. He wears skinny jeans. All those old dudes hate dudes with skinny jeans. Nah, I think Perico's the exception. That his hair is too immaculate, and that like you know he's just talking shit. I think he'd like him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> all right, all right. This is uh, G Perico. What is little? Wait, wait. What is little easy thing about G Perico? Has anyone asked? They Lil- might have, but you they might have some gang shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, it might yeah, be some like. Where's Where's uh, Perico you, from? That's the thing about LA, right? Though is like when you ask another like someone about like in the streets about another person in the streets, like half the time they'll say like they don't like it or they do like it based on where they come from. Yeah, yeah. I, I asked. I asked so I got a friend that's from one hood that doesn't like Draco. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because of gang things. Yeah. And I've he's got a brother that's from another hood that likes Draco but doesn't like Greedo because of gang, gang things. Shit. Yeah, that's And I'm exactly. like, you do, do you think is is it good though? Is it good? <laughs> they, and, they can't even yeah. But it's like, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bro. Even the yeah, I'll talk to Natia about some shit like that. And Natia, it'll just be like, no. And he doesn't even like. He's not even. I don't think he really affiliated that much. But. You can't. Yeah, you you can't be. Yeah. You have to pick a side when there's like real, real things, real yeah. things. Yeah. Not art things. Yeah. Which it makes for great fucking art the though, best, don't the, it? The, the, the best art. Yeah. Like real solid lines. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 All right. Shots fired. Shot fired. Shot fired. Shot fired. Shot fired. So yeah, we were uh, just talking about the doors, and uh, you're playing me Riders on the Storm. Yeah, the doors, Riders of the Storm. You know what I mean? Uh, the doors was like I said, I, I got introduced to it through a, a documentary, and I was just like a fan of how how ill Jim Morrison was, you know what I mean? I was I was like, I was drawn to the energy. Even though he not here no more, he's still here, but I was drawn to the energy. So, you know, I checked out the music, and um, it's a few joints that I actually play. Like, like I got a long playlist. Yeah. Like, I go from everything, from Soul to Doors to uh, Jimi Hendrix to everything, you know what I mean? And I, I had a lot of Jimi Hendrix, too, when I was little, because... Yeah. Uh, my granny, she wanted me to play guitar, but you know I was on the hood rat shit. So he was also a lefty too. I had to play yeah, the guitar right. backwards. And um, I actually went to a few guitar lessons, but while I was in there, like I couldn't concentrate. Like I wanted to just go back to the hood. So yeah. 
Um, where were the guitar lessons? I didn't, um, somewhere in the valley. I don't yeah. even remember where. I was just getting the car and they'd take me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's, it's fun when you're a kid. Like the valley seems like a whole different. Right, a whole different like, world. Yeah. You, you have no idea. You're like, it's like 20 minutes away, but it right. feels like eight hours. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure it was somewhere in the valley. It was like a white dude in the back. Of his, he had a studio in the back of his house. But I, I mean, I think if I would have wanted it to do, like right now, I want to, like, I got this dude. Um, I did a couple lessons already on the under. I ain't really told nobody. And, um, yeah, I want to get with it now. But, yeah, she bought me a gang of, like, rock albums, like Jimi Hendrix. You know, it was still yeah. CDs around that yeah. time. So, I yeah. like the alternate world reality where you're, like, a, like a lead guitar player. <laughs> yeah, that well, yeah, have you ever listened to the band uh, Love? Love, no. You got to check them out. He was from South Central, actually, originally. He went to Dorsey. Okay. And uh, his name was Arthur Lee. And they, it, it was a really cool, one of my favorite LA groups actually, because he was from Dorsey. There was another dude from, from the hood who was in the band. They had a surf rock guy, like from out by the beach. They had a guy, one of their other guitarists was like from Beverly Hills and used to like hang out with like Liza Minnelli in the swimming pool and, yeah. you know, named Brian McLean. And they kind of like, they also had like kind of a Latin thing going on too. So they have kind of like mariachi horns. And uh, their best album is, is Forever Changes, and that's like one of my Forever favorite. Forever Changes, yeah. love. Yeah, and he was like one of the only, he actually was a big influence on Hendrix, because uh, that's what everyone said, but I, uh, you know that band War? War, yeah, I, I, got, I, I I'm off War. Yeah, I just did a band, I just did an interview with one of the guys from War, and okay. he was actually telling me crazy stories about Jimmy, uh, Jim Morrison, He because uh, he grew up in Compton, the, this keyboardist from War, and uh, basically what happened was they were playing actually in North Hollywood, uh, at a bar called like the Ragdoll, and they were backing up two of the old LA Rams, like Deacon Jones and Rosie Greer, were both trying to sing. So yeah. War was the backing band, and this dude Eric Burden, that was a big influence on Jim Morrison too. He was in the band The Animals. Walks in, he's like, "That I, I need to play with that band." So he, I guess he would throw parties at Jim Morrison's house, or uh, he would he would throw parties at his house, and Jim Morrison was like such like a fanboy and would yeah. just show up. And so this dude like Lonnie Jordan and War just shows up, and he was like. Jim Moore, he told me Jim Morrison showed up to the party on acid, hopped on the piano, and like gets in his face yeah. and was like, I bet you want to hit me right now. And Lonnie Jordan, like this dude's like 71 and kind of looks like Drake's dad with the handlebar mustache. Yeah. And he just goes, he's like, I'm from Compton. So I put my finger in his chest and then Jim Morrison went flying back. And then like, but everyone says he, he knocked out Jim Morrison, but he swears like he didn't knock out Jim Morrison. And he's just extra dramatic. Yeah. 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 And then he's like, he's like, and then some woman came in screaming, James, James, where's James? And, <laughs> and she said that he was so little, they carried the woman carried him out like, in his arms. Who knows? I, I just like those old, old, uh, old stories. Cause I never know if they're true or not. But. Yeah. I heard Yeah. I heard a lot of stories like that, man. And that's, that's dope, man. That's how I want to... I mean, not necessarily that exactly type of story at all, but just, you know, stories like that to be passed down. Because how long ago was that? That was in the 60s. Oh, yeah. We and did. we here we are 50 years later, fans, and talking about it. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely love to be like that. Well, I feel like there's a certain... I mean, do you feel like drawn to artists like that? I mean, there's an the L.A. thing, I think, with, with someone like... Like, a lot of people don't necessarily... Like, a lot of people hate the doors on the East Coast, I found. Like, yeah. I didn't know that. I think it's an L.A. thing. And I feel like it's kind of the case with almost, like, rap music in general. Like, L.A. rap I mean, music it has might, a certain... I think that might be something else that draw me to them because, uh, you know, uh, they used to be up and down Laurel Canyon, up and down Sunset. So it's like, yeah, I'm familiar with those places, too. I mean, I've never been there. Like, to well, I've been there, but I never yeah. really, like... To that extent of just like a regular that party there, like yeah. I'm a different type of regular. I stopped doing leave out, like I don't hang out on the block. And yeah, it, and a part of that community, like that was part of the community. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, 
I mean, that, that, that's definitely something that drew me to him as yeah. well. You know what I mean? When you were a kid, did you get out of South Central a lot, or were you kind of? Uh, yeah, actually, I got I got school bust in the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I threw a fit too when my um mom told me I was going to a different school. You know what I mean? Yeah. I what's, threw a f- what's, where did you go to school? I threw a fit. You know what I mean? I was going to school um in uh in L.A. in in the hood, hundred seven, and uh. I came home one day and mom was like, you going uh, to a different school. I'm like, why? And I got to get on a school yeah. bus. I got to wake up earlier. But like now that I look back, it was a great thing because it, it just like showed me a whole different side of life. Like, And like, I don't really got a problem with getting up, leaving the hood and going to do things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though I love being around there, but you know, it's not really like foreign for me to be moving around like a lot of my homies never leave the radius you yeah. know what i'm saying never leave the area so where did you get bus to uh off of, uh it was called west side leadership it's called i rolled past it the other day i was shooting a video over there uh-huh. you know what i mean yeah. and um i actually when i was a few years back i used to go like pull up and take girls to that area have sex with them in the car <laughs> You know what I mean? Almost got caught a few times over there. But I drive over there just because I know the route so good from yeah. taking the school bus. So, you know, it'll kind of make me seem exclusive if I'm with like a hood <laughs> rat or somebody local or something like that. But, um, yeah, it was West Side Leadership. It was all the way up Washington Boulevard, uh-huh. a block before the beach. So it's on Washington and Pacific. Okay. You know what I mean? It was sand on so the it was school like right grounds. Ben- like in Venice. Yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. it's more Marina Del Rey, Del Rey but uh, yeah. uh, like two blocks from Venice. Totally. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I used to, um, I went there up until uh, like the end of sixth grade or beginning of seventh grade is when I left sixth grade, and um, you know I was ditching back. I knew how to ditch back then, so I used to jump out the window and leave and go walk along the beach. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. You know, I had, like, early exposure uh, of that area. Yeah. You know, I knew how to take the bus. I knew how to ride a bike over there. Yeah. You know, after I went to school right there, the homies, we used to go ride bikes. Yeah. And go steal shit yeah. way over there. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. yeah, it's crazy how Venice has changed so much in the last, like, 15, 20 years. Yeah. Like, now, I mean, like, because uh, I was, when I was growing up, it was, like, like MS-13 and, like, Shoreline Crips. And then there was, like, right. you know, it was kind of like a... There were obviously nice parts of Venice, but... Right. You know, you you were like, you, you, my mom would be like, "Don't take the bus." And now there. it's nice. Like I know a lot of, a I know a lot nice of people now. from, I know a lot of people from Shoreline from actually going to school over there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because uh, like people used to get, uh, it was like a school bus that used, they'll drop people off at uh, at Mark Twain. Yeah. And they'll drop them off at Venice High School. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I know, I know a lot of people from that. And you, you went to Lock Eye. Y'all went to Lock High. I went to Washington for uh-huh. like two days. Uh-huh. I went to Lock and I went to Westchester for. I went up there for maybe two, three days, but I was actually like going there for about a week. Uh-huh. And I went to jail, went back to jail. Yeah. When you were at Lock, you, you didn't like you know they had like a big music program, like a lot of actual music, like a Thundercat, his brother. Uh, they had a um. Were from there. They actually did have a music program. It was crazy. I was in a keyboard class. Where they teach you how to play keyboards, mm-hmm. but I only went like two times. And then um, they had a band and all that. The band was pretty big. My boy, actually, my boy, Juicy, All Flavors No Grease, I want to say he was in the band. Really? 
Cause yeah, we went to school together, Juicy. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think he was in the band. They had aerobics class. I was in aerobics. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Like what? what were I you just at? played the music. I was already like gangster. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. When I was going there, so I just I forgot the teacher name. She was cool, Miss. Uh, man, I'm horrible. That'd be, that'd be, you got to do a video. I'm horrible with names, but uh, yeah, I played the music for the yeah. aerobics class. I was in there, and it was like a cute Asian girl, like, and it's like unheard of on the east side. Like she was cute, body, everything. Yeah. Yeah, what what are you playing in that music class? What in in high school? Um, shit, whatever the music was at the time, I don't remember exactly. I only went a couple times. See, my thing with school, like, I only went to my classes. I went to aerobics class. I went to my English class. My English class was second period, and that's pretty much homeroom. Yeah. So, you know, you got to go there, otherwise they call your house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it just got to a point where I was like, fuck it, I beat the phone call or then I noticed ain't nobody even coming home to even check the phone calls yeah. so it don't matter like I didn't get exposed I didn't get exposed to uh well every time report cards came that's when I got exposed like you're not going to class from junior high to high school like yeah. you're fucking up you know what I mean like F's and D's and shit I didn't even graduate from the eighth grade right really? you know what I mean but like, I graduated from high school early did you, you know I mean? did you get a certificate? Or you graduate from Westchester? No, nah, no, nah, I graduated from a uh, probation school. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Where was uh, where was that? It was on Seventy Eighth and Western. I um, uh, I came home from uh camp, on house arrest, and um, and a lady told me that uh, this was in uh, December. You know, you graduate in uh January, but this was a whole year early December. You know what I mean? So. I graduated a year and some months earlier, and she told me I was only a couple credits away from graduating. Really? And I'm like, shit, run it. You know what I mean? My yeah. granny had been giving me slack, like, on on my granny side of the family. Like, everybody is, I wouldn't say, like, model citizens, but, like, they got high school diplomas and uh -huh. shit. They go get jobs. Yeah. You're the only person that's not going to get a high school diploma job, but, you know, that it's never nothing that I'd seen myself like. I didn't want no job. Like, did Did you ever like when you were six years old? Was there ever like a job that you're like, I'm gonna do that when you? Because you know, people. I feel like people say bullshit when they're like six years old. Nah, and it's I like, mean, it's like stuff that they're like putting your head to make you yeah, say you want to do. But yeah. like me, seriously, nah. It was never. I really never had no just solid direction. Like I was kind of good at sports. Uh, What'd you play? Basketball. I never played football ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, basketball. Um, you know, riding bikes, flipping gates, hopping gates, just doing like, yeah. just like typical, you know, are kid you a, shit. Are you a Lakers fan? Uh, yeah, I'm a Lakers fan. Uh, uh you know, they Los Angeles. I'm a yeah. Clippers fan, really? but Clippers I'm not fan. really like, I'm not really like a big sports fanatic to even say that I'm a fan. Cause I can't tell you who play for the Lakers yeah. right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could tell you who played back in the day, you know what I'm saying, yeah. when they was winning. Who was your shit. favorite when you were a kid? Uh, my favorite when I was a kid, um, shit, Kobe. Kobe, uh, yeah, pretty much Kobe was the man, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then, do you remember, like, there were, I think you told me there were like a lot of a lot of soul music growing up in your house. Yeah, 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 hell yeah, a lot of everything. Uh -huh. My uncle would play song like the same song for an hour. You know what I'm saying? 
He'll play uh, so many different records. Push, push, push. He'll play that for hours. You know what I'm saying? And just a few other records. I can't really think of them now off the top of my head, but like he'll play just just looking for samples. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I didn't watch him like I didn't watch my uncle like hit weights together to sample a sound uh-huh. like the ding ding. I didn't watch Tim and his partners do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? When I was a little kid, so. You know, I seen a lot. I watched him uh, come in with boxes of tapes. You know what I'm saying? He had a Jamaican reggae artist called Seven Foot Man. That's cool. I still got one of the tapes somewhere. But uh, was it good? Yeah, I watched him do it. Yeah, it was it was pretty tight. I feel like as like a I should sample it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of is any of his music available on the what was his name? Your uncle's label? Uh Black Sun Records. I ain't even never even Googled it or looked it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just know that I from what I seen, it was official, so I never had to look it up. I though. wonder sometimes, like, if you look at, like, there's a lot of stuff now that gets reissued from, like, the 60s, 70s, and 80s, where someone will find, like, this all the stuff that kind of right. gets overlooked. Like, my sister actually used to work for a label called Light in the Attic. Actually, worth checking out. Really good label. And uh, they would find stuff, and sometimes it'd be, like, masterpieces, but it just got, it didn't get the right push. And I think it, seven, I know? think it would actually be tight, though. It was called, he had a single. It was a tape single. It was a fucking foot. With a crown on it, mm-hmm. and the foot looked like a seven, and it had a crown on it, really? and the tape was red, and it was seven foot man, good love, and I remember him. That was my boy too. He had a, um, he was missing a part of his pinky finger. It was no, he was missing. He was missing part of his index. He was missing this part, so it was just a little nub, tall dude. Had you ever like but he eaten? wasn't a real Jamaican? <laughs> was, they found him at Aki Bamboo and Lamert. Uh. <laughs> uh that's I mean there's been a lot of there's been a lot of uh good reggae music by not real Jamaicans I feel yeah, like a lot yeah, I mean yeah. a lot of people br- Jamaican descent though so like in England Yeah what you know ain't, um ain't Shaggy a, um is Shaggy not a real Jamaican huh uh, Shaggy you know I didn't realize that it, it I, I, I Shaggy was the one that was fake It was it wasn't me. Sean Paul was it it was Shaggy Sh- I think Sean Paul Sean Paul is legit Yeah Sha- yeah Sean Paul I think is legit Yeah I think Shaggy was the one that wasn't a real Jamaican yeah. If I'm not, I mean, well, that, you remember that? I don't, me I don't Shaggy know. up front. No, yeah, yeah, it wasn't me. Is a great song. I was saying that Donald Trump has been acting like Shaggy. It wasn't me. Levels of it guilty. It wasn't me. <laughs> like that is the guiltiest. I feel like you can act. Is I wasn't <laughs> me. Like it's like, yeah. how do you forget those kind of things? Right. You just didn't. You just didn't remember giving it. I mean, also, like you're Shaggy, right? You're like a you're a millionaire. Couldn't you like rent a hotel or something, or like you yeah. just get caught? Yeah, for real. It wasn't. I mean, but. <laughs> I mean, it gets to it's a like point soccer. where, I mean, a lot of players know, you know, it gets to a point where, you know, everybody slip up sometimes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? How many times you left the house and forgot your keys? Not a lot, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it happened before. Yeah, it's right? happened. Yeah. 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 So I guess maybe we should, uh, I should have more empathy for Shaggy <laughs> <laughs> in general. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, a lot of good fake. Like, uh, it, was, it was weird. I interviewed, um, you know, that guy Matisse Yahoo. He was like a Jewish guy from New York who had the big beard and he did a reggae thing. And I didn't really like him at first because I'm a little like, like uh, dubious of white guys doing a, yeah. a reggae thing. But I like, I mean, it was actually crazy because I ended up uh, doing these interviews. I never, I haven't written the story, so my apologies to Matis Yahoo. But he, he was a, he was a wild dude, and I watched him do like the reggae thing, and I was like, you know, this is a pretty competent impression. Like, uh, yeah, we could do a good uh, reggae impression. Right. I mean, he was probably just like so consumed in the lifestyle. You know, a lot of people go from fans to actually, you know, living that like. Yeah. So I mean, 
it's it's it, like a thin line with that like <laughs> right, with it the is, culture it, type it, it shit is. because it's like like how many people you know start off or are born as gangsters you know what I'm saying you yeah. morph into that so I mean it, it's I'm, it's kind of it's you know it's, it's a catch twenty two I'm not like a huge but like I, someone who I am a fan of I'm reading uh, Keith Richards's biography right yeah and I'm at the, I'm pretty early on and he's talking about when the Rolling Stones formed and he's like man all we wanted to do was like be like black blues guys from the south and like right. then and I, I yeah. heard they like idolized like uh muddy waters and totally chuck berry you know I mean? Little and all that yeah. yeah and like and that's like a weird appropriation thing because now you'd be like what what are these you know what I mean? and then what do these british guys know anything about that but then they became the rolling stones so like on some level like right it was probably a good and thing they became like the biggest rock band yeah. ever so it's like it's the same thing with rap like i don't really like eminem for example yeah I mean, I never met him. I don't really know his complete story. I don't know how he was raised, but he's a white guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rap is uh, ultimately like black genre. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But he's like the one of the greatest rappers or the greatest rapper yeah. of all time. He's a white guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like kind of like, I don't know. When you white, you I mean, the, 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 the rap fans are like not majority black you get yeah. what i'm saying yeah. so it's like if you a tight rapper and you white you win it you know what i'm saying so well i feel like that's like uh with the, music period there's a lot of mediocre white rappers now that end up winning because i feel like a lot of people just identify a lot of like teenage white kids just identify with right them. like he's a white guy you cool yeah. you know what i mean uh I fuck with him. But I feel like when I was a kid it wasn't the case i feel like when i was growing up because it was still hip-hop was like more of a it was like its own. It, it was a, a culture that was almost set off a little bit, you right. know. So like to be a white guy, you had to be twice as good, kind of. Otherwise, you yeah, just get you clowned. Yeah, you had to be twice as nice, aggressive, the whole nine. Like I think Eminem was great at that. Um, what about uh, what you think about House of Pain? <laughs> that was a little like they walked the line. Like they're like jump around's a good song, but like. It's also jump around, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. who did I like? Uh, I mean, there were you know, Easy E had a had a white rap group actually, yeah, called Blood of Abraham. Oh yeah, Blood of Abraham. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And they were like, all right, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they weren't like, but but it, but I will say like when I was I don't know they were maybe I was twelve maybe when that come out and I thought they were cool because I was like man they're like white Jewish kids from the valley and yeah. Easy E fucks with them so I was like they have to have you know what I mean they have to right. be kind of cool. But, you know, they weren't, you know, it wasn't like anything you're going to, had a couple good singles, though. I yeah. feel like sometimes, like, the older I get, the more I'm like, man, you know, if you had a couple good songs at one point, like, that's cool. Like, yeah. you, you did something. Like, it, it, it has some meaning. Yeah, hell yeah. No, it's interesting. Cause, I mean, but, but we're talking about, like, gangster rap. Like, that is its own thing all differently, I feel, because that's something right. kind it's, of. I don't think it's been, has it been any, like, successful um, white gangster rappers? I feel like the closest would be like uh, there were a couple guys not successful. There was a guy named I remember a guy named Jojo Pellegrino from New York. He was from Staten Island. Jojo Pellegrino isn't that like a Staten Island? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was Jojo Pellegrino and he was from Staten Island. So he kind of had the mafia thing he was trying to do. Uh, there was that dude, uh, Little White, that was with Three oh, Six Mafia. There was, I feel like, there, I mean, even Bone Thugs, do you remember they had that guy Powder P, but he wasn't really a gangster rapper? Oh, yeah, rapper. Powder P, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before he was from Mo Thugs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was on the yeah, song Ghetto yeah. Cowboy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you better count your money. Yeah, exactly. After that's what, that's how uh, Kanye's new album's going to be, where he's in Wyoming. Oh, he's, he's, he's in, Wyoming. Recording in Wyoming. He's recording in Wyoming now, so he's going to... Well, I want to hear what that's going to sound like. like. The Posse soundtrack. <laughs> it's gonna be like, I mean, that could be cool. Uh, were you ever a Kanye fan? 
Uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of like. I feel like I Kanye fans are like they're either like you're either like weirdly obsessed to the, the mil millions right, of people. Right. I wouldn't say that I'm just like yeah. a super fan of the yeah. music right now yeah. because it's like I do so much music I don't really got time to tune in with what everybody going on. And yeah. I don't want to sound like nobody, so yeah. I like listening to the opposite. But uh like early on Kanye, yeah, like around all falls down yeah. and all that, like you know, I love that whole vibe what? and everything that he was doing. Oh, I even the graduation is like actually like one of my favorite CDs right. ever. The one with the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, the graduation is one of my favorite CD. I was actually in jail. Me and this nigga was Sellies when that shit came out. Yeah. And that's like one of my favorite CDs of all time. The graduation. Yeah. Yeah. What's it I mean what's interesting about gangster rap is I feel like it's uh like I read a lot of like uh, like noir books, like uh, Raymond Chandler is like a famous guy. Like he wrote this book called like The Big Sleep, and he wrote Long Goodbye, and like they, they, like there's a, such a specificity to it. Where it's like I mean they, he was like I mean he wasn't actually a detective, but some like there was a guy named Dashiell Hammond who was a detective, so he knew all these stories. I feel like gangster rap is sort of it's like almost like you can tell the difference. I mean like I don't know like when I'm listening to your music, there's like a specificity where it's like you couldn't or like even like. Someone like Boosie or something. I like always think you of. can't fake it. It's like a narrative to like what's actually going on. Yeah. Like, and a lot of people probably like. A lot of people wouldn't understand or probably think that I'm putting it on thick and faking it until they come around the the area. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And see like, oh shit, this is what he's talking about. You know, this, that, and the other. Like, like I got a line called "My Uncle Smoked Crack." I used to sell it to him. And I was just filming with uh, Chuck Dizzle. I'm like, look, there go my, there go my uncle. I was talking about right yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? He's still out, burnt out. But yeah, that's you know. So yeah, when I was in Louisiana, same thing. Actually, Boozy's like, it was, it was funny. Like I would watch Boozy videos, and then you know he had like he had like a crackhead uncle. Yeah. And the crackhead, and like he was on all these videos, and then he showed up in court one day, and it was, it was like one of those right, things. My, and I was and, like, uh, you know. my uncle actually in. An old ass video that I had in 2012 before I went to jail. When I was like, I want to rap. And I think it's called the intro. Mm -hmm. I was playing chess in the beginning of the video. That's my uncle I be talking about. That's and cool. he was down there in the spot with me every day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Do you play chess? Yeah, I'm pretty well at chess. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I yeah. never got into it. But I feel like it's one of those things. Like, it, 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 Were you ever into Wu-Tang? Uh. No. My uncle, like, I, I'm in the Wu-Tang by default. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they had a whole chapter on chess. That's why right. I say that. In their so, book. Like, it yeah. was, like, a big thing to their... Yeah, I'm in the Wu-Tang by default. Like, my uncle was, like, uh, like he wasn't a gangster. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. My uncle that did the music. Yeah. He wasn't a gangster at all. So, he was, like, more into the to the backpack scene and the East Coast scene. Yeah. So, like, far side type yeah. shit and yeah. um all that. And then, like, Wu-Tang, of course, yeah. and... uh. Fucking um, what group was that the Guru was from? Gangstar. Gangstar. Yeah. So all that. Uh, four. Is it Full Moon? Oh, Black, Moon. Black, Black Moon. Moon. Yeah. See all that. Yeah. So my uncle was like, I got introduced to that through my uncle. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, by default, yeah, I'm a Wu Tang fan, but I'm really a fan of like Method Man and yeah. OD ODB and Method Man. I can't really say the whole Wu Tang, but Meth like. Die hard fan. I fucks with math. Yeah, my friend is convinced he's the best rapper of all time. And like there is a case like he's not if you look at his like maybe catalog or whatever, but if you look at like how could how how good he was at rapping on like a sixteen bar verse, like yeah. you could say he rapped as well 
on any on any given track as well as anybody. Yeah, he was dope. But it's like different though. Now that I'm an artist, full time artist, yeah. like yeah, it's easy to pop out at 16 here and yeah. there. But like full projects coming back to back, dope. Like yeah. that's that's a lot of work, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm working on another project right now, and it's like I can't talk about the same. I got so much shit to talk about. Yeah. But it's just like you really got to get into that place in your mind and them thoughts, like just different thoughts because uh, repetition, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you'll get so caught up in repetition that you'll like, and motherfuckers fucking with it, you'll just start saying the same shit and not caring. So it's like, it's tricky. Yeah, man. well, it's, it's, crazy. it's difficult because I feel like you, you we, we talk about like, you know, like some, uh, you know, obviously like a quick or an easy, these guys, these guys were being asked maybe come out with an album every one or two years yeah like you know what i mean like quick's first album is i think like 90 90 i think it's like 91 second one might be 92 but then right. you get a couple years off now you're being asked to put out two to three projects a year especially when you're starting at least exactly. to kind of get going like I, yeah you know and that's probably difficult I and imagine. you gotta and it's gotta be good like it can't totally. sound like the last project yeah. you know what i mean but so. if all blue wasn't like here's like if if we shit don't stop i feel that was the one that kind of broke you out nationally yeah. maybe like in, enterprise 2 was the one before that yeah enterprise that 2 yeah. probably broke you out lo like really locally yeah locally like super local mm -hmm. you know what i mean but it gave me enough confidence to keep going you know yeah what but, I mean? but if all blue wasn't great then it's almost like that's hard to come back for you almost have to do it's like walking a tightrope i right. think at the beginning right at the it's, it's so difficult so and then you it's just like, put up bullshit for 20 years yeah, it's, <laughs> it's real delicate like you got to come in hitting with but i want to i want to do the whole thing yeah. you know throughout my whole career because it's like so much shit to talk about and you can entertain in a musical format like why fucking come whack or yeah. You know, I think that's when people start like naturally, like we want to do it for the money, like. But as long as my bill is paid, I'm cool. I want to, I want to do it for the legacy. I want people to come back and play it. Like, man, this was the shit. It's still the shit. It still sound fresh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, you know, you could, you could, you could go to my music and really like, you know, listen to my life and just the life of other people. That's you know, so the ghetto is so parallel. The streets, like, just life is so parallel. So, it's like. You know, you don't got to be coming from that to, you know, understand and feel the struggle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. No, it's interesting what, you know, I was just, I got sent out to Vegas for a story. So it's like, it's always interesting to me to see what still works in a club like 20 years after it came out. You yeah. know, some stuff like, like I love, I loved Wu-Tang growing up, but most of that stuff you can't really play it now, like right. out and, and like, but... Blow the whistle, which is probably now like 13, 14 years Blow old. Blow the whistle is never gonna get old. <laughs> no, it, it, that would got Back the biggest response. Back that ass up. It's yeah, never gonna get old. Yeah. Uh, yeah, blow the whistle, back that Blow ass the up. Whistle got the biggest response yeah. of anything. Like, they played, like, Bad and Bougie. I think, like, Blow the Whistle got a way bigger response. Right. Or whatever song is, like, hot this week. So it's, like, if my whole thing also, like, not only, like, having, like, um, continuous, like, bodies of great work is to have a timeless, maybe, like, if I could do, like, four timeless songs, like, yeah. man, that shit is so ill, like. Like just going back to the beginning of the conversation, Doors, Riders of the Storm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Jimmy Hendrix, along song. the Watchtower. Yeah, Hey Joe. Yeah. You know what I mean? It still sound new right now. Yeah. So if I could just make like four or five songs like that, yeah. I think I did a great job. Like, yeah, no, artist. I think people don't realize how hard. You know what I mean? Like it's like even like how rare those are. You know, right. I think. you got to do it on accident. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't go in like, I want to make the, because then you just make your job way harder. You got to have fun and just express yourself. But you know, if 
I man, that's my goal to have at least four of them. When you're when you're one, are you one of those people that has like a party in the studio? Do, are you, do you need to be alone in the studio with just a producer um, engineer? How, how do you? I work? like uh, I I got I got different you know ways of working. Like I um, you know I like to have a party around sometimes just so I could you know get that good energy, mm-hmm. share them good vibes, yeah. and have a good time. But if I'm partying, I can't work. Yeah. So. You know, it, it'd be nice when I have everybody through. We chilling, enjoying, you know, each other's company, drinking, few f- females around or whatnot. And then when it's like work, when I do my best work, I'm like, I'm like by myself in that zone or somebody else in there, and I'm pacing and I'm, you know, I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you write or do you freestyle every? Like I write. A, yeah. I write like my verses, like majority of all my verses, I write. Like, a lot of the hooks, mm-hmm. I just go in and vibe out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, yeah. like, the verses, I, I, I write majority of them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It might be a line or two that I, you know, that I punch in. But overall, I don't really step up to the mic until it's written. Do you write most on your phone? Uh, I used to. I did that. And then I lost my phone. Yeah, and then it's you're done. Right. <laughs> it's like but now my notes are connected to my email. So, it really don't matter if I lose it yeah. or not. Yeah. But I only write in my phone if I don't got no paper. Really? Like, oh, I, so you write on paper? Yeah, that's Yeah, that's I prefer rare. the paper. So, And it's so, it, it, it's tight. Like, And the way I write, I think I, I want to, um, like, I got all my notebooks, to damn near every rap that I done wrote since 2012. That's cool. You know what I mean? I got a stack of notebooks, so, you know, that might be some of some value one day. When you, yeah, when you, um, I, I think about that a lot, actually, about the, the fact that there's not going to be any like actual physical imprint of anything where it's just, it's all going to be like digital, you know, like there was a, this, this musician, uh, Ariel Pink, he's another LA dude, like weird dude, kind of like a psychedelic rock guy. He's he's like in his late thirties now, but he's been doing it for 15 years, but he had the song, I forget, I forget the title, but it was, it was, it was about, um, the concept was like what it would be like if he died and he had a kid and like, what are you gonna give to your phone? Like, like these like iPhone files, you know what I mean? Like these like phone files, like a bunch of JPEGs, like exactly, it's like a weird yeah. thing. You gonna give them your email code, <laughs> or, or, or probably the code not. To the email, yeah. Learn everything about me and yeah. all the spam I received. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Um, what was I gonna say what? So in 2012, that was when you that that was that your longest bid at that point in 2012. No, 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 no. I did it. Um, um 18. 06, 2006 to uh, 2009. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. I'm not going to do like DJ Vlad where it's like, uh, what are the serial numbers on the gun that you like? Like serial numbers? <laughs> no, no. It better not be none on <laughs> Like, I feel like that shit is a die. I watched it and I was like, man, like that is a deposition that he gives. Like, Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's, it's, it's like super professional. You know what I mean? The way he... It kind of seemed like an interrogation. That's, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So it's like I I could see how you've been subpoenaed it to appear on DJ yeah. it, It'll make you not want to talk, you know, because yeah. it's like certain questions like I I would never answer. It was. Well, it's, it's always weird where like uh, you're you know you're doing an interview where it's like there's a certain like uh, 
there's always a certain thing where I feel like that's why I think uh, songs and like fiction for if you're a writer are really good because it's sort of sometimes the only way you can really tell the truth. Right. If you want, if you want to hear the story, listen to the music because I, you know, I'll put it in there. You know what I mean? What's crazy is that um, how rap, how lyrics though do get used against you, which I feel is like a really unfair thing, and that's it's pretty common. And like, it's supposed to be freedom of speech, and not only that, it's like it's art. You know what I mean? It don't necessarily have to be true. It sound good. It's appealing. Yeah. It sell records. It sell tickets. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, I don't know if I spoke with you about this, but it's like, what's the difference between me and Al Pacino? Yeah. We both artists. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He killed way more niggas than me. <laughs> I ain't killed nobody on record. You know what I mean? Yeah. He actually got a gun. Yeah. Killing motherfuckers, oh, I mean, snorting blow and shit. Yeah, you know oh, I mean, I bet, I bet Scarface has caused as much harm uh, as gang, if at the very exactly. least. You know what I mean? Like, um, uh, what's what's my what's the old boy named? Uh, Buff dude that used to be the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger, <laughs> man, he didn't kill numerous motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I didn't watch the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, what was it, Terminator? Yeah. Me and my cousin watching that shit. And I jump up and sock his ass, and he jump up and sock me. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, I don't think it's really no difference. Like besides that, we just more accessible to yeah. the, like to the youth or to the ghetto because we around. But yeah, I mean, it's no difference. It's art. You know what I mean, uh, have you ever felt like? Uh, I mean, because you know, you, you your notoriety has been rising. I mean, do you feel like you'll ever be at the? Do you feel like a, a a need or a desire to be a role model? Do you feel like that's something? Um, at, it's because a I weird mean, question. It's like even, a complicated. I don't answer, necessarily sure. like want to be a role model. Yeah, you know what I mean. But oh, it's a, know, yeah, it's a lot. I of don't want to do a lot of rappers. I don't. Now. I don't want to. I don't want to mislead anybody either. You know. Yeah. So like, it's it's tricky. You yeah. know, like me being an artist and a public figure where kids listen to. Like I was just at my shop today and a kid walked. Oh my God! It's really you. I can't believe this, you know. So it's I do have a, like a certain responsibility, you know what I mean. So, you know, in my music, I do what I do, but that's what platforms like this is for. So they could yeah. also hear where I'm coming from as well. Like, yes, life is like this, but yeah. it's also like this. You know what I mean? Totally. So yeah, no, yeah. If, if, it's interesting because I feel like uh, the a lot of people now don't really like i mean i think when you're coming up you do but a lot of rappers uh it's harder to to want, get people to actually want to talk about anything really right. because it's like you have all these different ways to kind of you have twitter you have instagram you have social you know facebook yeah. whatever whatever it is snapchat you know so you can kind of communicate with your fans directly but i feel like it's almost like i feel like it's almost cheap because like in a way it's uh it feels like kind of Manipulated. It's yeah, easy to manipulate. I mean, what, that. Yeah. What can you gather from Twitter or the social media? And and a lot of the times, the bigger the artist, that's pro that's not them tweeting. Yeah. You know, sometimes I don't tweet. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like uh, you don't seem like much of a Twitter guy, right? And it's like the the Which stuff that thing. the stuff that I want to say. Yeah. I can't fit it in those amount of characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's pretty much short, sweet. What's up, world? Yeah. It sucked my dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's more so, like, it's more so mood. You know yeah. what I mean? As yeah. opposed to what's really going on. You know what yeah. I mean? So Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No worries. Uh, so, I was going to say, so going back, so when you went in in 06, I mean, had you rapped at all before that point? Like, Yeah, 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 yeah. I had been messing around. I had been messing around a, a little bit. Um, my homie Lil N, that's my partner in uh, So Way Out. 
you know, he was originally a rapper, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And um, he had some equipment and shit, and I used to go in there and mess around a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, nothing really taken too serious, just to kill time, just to stay out the way of, of the streets, you know what yeah. I mean? So that would be like kind of like my shelter for a few hours. Mm-hmm. I'd go in there and rap and, um, you know, kick it with my older homies, and then I'd jet, you know what I'm saying? Were you good at first or no? Nah, when I look back, no. Yeah. But... Like, I would say that my homies was good, my friends was right. good, because, I mean, they, they, they said it was tight and gave me the, yeah. you know, and gave me the, motivated me to, to do it, yeah. or just planted that thought in the back of my head, because yeah. it was years later when yeah. I actually started to do it, but, you know, people was telling me I was tight, you know what I mean, whether they was lying to me or not, but... You know, it, it it just gave me the energy to keep going. So was your voice yeah. always kind of like the way it is now? Did you kind of have to find it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah, it's pretty much like that. But I kind of like had it from listening to uh, New York rap, uh-huh. like Shine uh-huh. and uh, just other artists. I kind of had like when I stepped on the mic, I didn't have my actual accent on how I really talk. Yeah, I had like a New York accent a little bit when <laughs> yeah. I rapped. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I had to, I had to, uh, you know, get myself into my full Los Angeles yeah. uh, sound. And I, you know, it, I see how it happened to a lot of. I, it's it's real easy to not sound like you from LA totally because well, what's going on on the radio or yeah you know, well I mean seen. also like if you think about it like from about when dog food by dog pound came out to about to game comes out barring like chronic 2001 there aren't that many like right. iconic west and Coast then rap game albums. sounded like he had a new york accent totally. a little yeah he bit. was in, i mean he was and in then 50 cent and then was popping so you know i think that's where it came from because i used to listen to a lot of 50 you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it was, well, i was gonna say i'm like having a debate i was we were having a debate to try to figure out what me and my friend about what the what the the best of the 50 records was is it like Power of the Dollar, was it 50 Cent is the Future or the first Get Rich or Die Trying? I think all the way up until the, like, really the mixtapes. Because when 50 came out, man, that shit was fucking crazy, man. Like, when I seen them, like, on them videos and shit with the vest on, they cocking guns back. And I'm fucking in the, I'm a kid, but I'm in the spot with the gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's danger in every corner I've been, but I'm not concerned with that because that's the life. You know what I mean? 50 was like, 50 was like the hero at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like he just came through and wrecked shit. And then it was just like back to back music. It's another 50 cent mixtape. Here goes some freestyles. You know what I mean? Same shit with game as far as the music is concerned. But like when 50 and them hit with that gangster shit though, it was like, it was like the like the answer right after the fucking cash money shit chain morphed into something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Were you a big cash money fan when you were? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were. Uh... Hell yeah. I'm in the fucking sixth grade with big ass T-shirts, <laughs> big ass jeans on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, it's funny. Like, my, we just, like, my, my mom finally sold her house and I was like going to, I had a collage and I like had this old like Lil Wayne and the Hot Boys like picture yeah. on my wall. And it was I had Lil Wayne tape. Yeah. You know what I mean? His first album. Yeah. I was we was big on um Hot Boys, uh like Master P and M. Uh they was popping, but I was it's kinda like a little bit before yeah, my totally. time. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh like the, the, the Hot Boys, uh Nelly and them was tight. 
Uh, I just saw Nelly. I saw actually Nelly and Wayne like last weekend, yeah. and it was uh, and, Nelly. <laughs> Nelly had hit. I mean, if you think about it, like Nelly, like he kind of got clowned because he got kind of a little corny later on. But at the beginning, if you really think about it, you're like, there were very few people that brought that kind of melody to right. hip hop. And then Nelly, like when you think about it, Nelly and Ja Rule are like really like the fucking like the start of what's going on today. Yeah, because like, they sure. were singing. Harmonizing yeah. and rapping, totally. You know them, I mean? them, and, and probably Mace would probably be like another one that. Oh uh, yeah, kinda... Mace was good, but you know what? Um, I was listening to you. Listen, you um, you ever heard of uh, Timex Social Club? Yeah, yeah, rumors. And Club Nouveau. Yeah. Like I was listening to their shit because I listen to a lot of old shit. Yeah. Now. Like I just be studying different yeah. melodies and vibes and shit and trying to figure out ways to attack. And um, I'm listening to their shit. I'm like, damn, they were singing and rapping. Yeah. Like they probably like the originators of this shit, but never got the credit. You know yeah, what I mean? it's yeah. crazy. Uh, I, yeah. That like I feel like that that uh, that funk from the '80s is very yeah. like. Uh, you ever listen to, like Dame Funk stuff? Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Like I feel like that. I uh, just I had a show with Dame Funk down the street on Virgil. What is it's called? Oh, you? I didn't know you played at the yeah the Virgil. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Me, me, Dame Funk, Polyester, yeah, Jay Worthy, and it's crazy because like for me to like be able to fit in all these different circles. Yeah. And still be me. Like, I'm not changing shit I do. Like, and people accept. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like uh, there hadn't been, like, a, it hasn't been, like, that many rappers that have been able to kind of weave through the different, like, LA is a weird, LA is a weirder city, I think, for, it's it's so big that I feel like, it's not like New York where it's, like, such a, it's, it's huge, but it's, like, there's three places where I feel in New York. LA is, like, it's so spread out. Yeah. So it's hard to kind of, like, connect the dots. Right. In the same way. I mean, did you feel like it was? It took a while to kind of. You've been making music for a while since like 2012, more or less. But I don't. I don't think it necessarily took a while for me to um, do it because at the at the beginning I knew I wanted to do it, but I didn't know how far I wanted to go with yeah. it. You know what I mean? And it was just like me stepping outside of my my area, my hood. You know what I mean? When did that and then change? Once I stepped out um, around Enterprise too. Mm-hmm. After that, that's when I start stepping out, yeah. and because I was like. Like real antisocial, like in yeah. my in my hood, like they don't breed you to like, like step out and like step out into the world and go get it. It's yeah. like everything is in the hood. You yeah. know what I mean? Everything is with one of the homies, or you know, it's. I'm not saying that they say it's not a good idea, but it's like. It's it's dry over there, man. Like the 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 pattern. So, you know, once I uh, broke up out of that. And start stepping out into yeah. the world, you know what I mean, with my music. I think people took to it real well. Do you so. think that's why Compton produced like the most like LA rappers? Is because there's that Compton tradition dating back to e- Easy and NWA, where it's like there's almost like a I don't want to say like a I don't know. I feel like they. I mean, on a on a on a nationwide scale, if you look at it like that, yeah. But, but it I might mean, just be Dre. But it's like it's like Cube was South Central. That's true. You yeah. know what I mean? But you know, based on him being under easy, I guess maybe it was like yeah. just say well, you well, it's interesting too because you're talking about the the busing where it's like Cube. I feel like when he goes to Taft, like yeah, he kinda... went to Taft. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a similar situation. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He right in depth about the city, and I do as well. I never thought about that. Yeah. And he from right down the street, like a hundred eleven in Western. Yeah. I'm off a hundred eleven in Maine, uh-huh. San Pedro. Yeah, you know what I mean? And um, but yeah, I think uh. 
just like when, as far as mainstream is concerned, yeah, yeah people would say Compton, but you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of South Central artists. You know what I'm saying? You got Dubsy, you got Mac Ten. Dubsy, is one of the greatest rappers of all you know time. I, mean? I think. Yeah, you got uh, Mac Ten. The shadiest one is like yeah. my favorite Dubsy album. Really? Like yeah. it's definitely an LA classic. Like you know, I I even reference a few of those lines. I think, or I want to. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, I was a big fan of Dub. So. Yeah, also one of the all-time great Sea Walks. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no, that, I just saw a video where it was like uh, they had, I was like, I found it on YouTube, and it was like Dub is Dub C is is Sea Walking and Crip is Blood Walking, and then it's kind of like yeah, Dub C quick and uh and um corrupt, I think yeah. at that Cali is yeah, yeah 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 that's, yeah yeah that's amazing. Um, so then like in the last like. You, I, the first time I heard of you was uh was I saw the G shit video G shit yeah. and then That's I was like prize too yeah and then I was like all right like was that I mean that was something that you know it was a uh, it was like a me I got told I should share it with a couple of people and everyone and kind of click what, what do you think it was that like at that point allowed it to kind of like click for you like whether it was musically or whether it was just kind of culturally in the city that kind of allowed it to take off um I think just maybe like the lack of uh, other artists mm-hmm. you know what I mean because I mean. You know, I'm doing what I do, but I can't really just be like I can't really just brag like I'm the greatest or you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just I'm just speaking for a group of people. So I think it's just the lack of people speaking for mm-hmm. the lifestyle yeah. or the city or the town or the area, just shit that we go through, like the lack of that. At that time it was just all like party shit, like bitch suck my dick and shit like that. Yeah. Even though I you know, I do that too, but it just wasn't like too much in depth street shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? On that level. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's cool. And then um with shit don't stop, how do you think you kind of uh do you feel like that was the kind of project where you really kinda of came into your own as an artist or Yeah, shit don't stop. Uh shit don't stop definitely opened up a lot of ears and it and it also opened up my lane like even more. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's like you can't really put your finger on the exact genre, you know what I'm saying? A lot yeah. of people say G funk because of the the synths and the you know the melodies of the beat, but you know I probably wouldn't consider it that. You know what I mean? And then the topics, just you know a lot of different things like, but uh, shit don't stop really. Uh, it woke me up. You know what I'm saying? To you, a lot of other you showed me a lot of love too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people that. fuck with me through uh, you, man. Good For real. Yeah. Hell yeah. But um, I mean. I think I think my cat is puking right now, but so really? apologies if that's happening right now. It's it's it's, it's yeah. That's how you know how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's fun. He's fun. This cat's puke. It's yeah, fun. but uh, shit it gives, don't it gives, stop. It gives the podcast some real street. Shit street don't credit. stop. Definitely like, and just the whole like team was like a little more structured. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pun Prop came pun. on board. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was knowledgeable about a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? I know what I want, so. You know, yeah, yeah. It was. It's definitely like my intro to "I'm here." Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I feel like it. It's music. Like if the music, you can tell everyone you want. If it doesn't click with people, then it. You know what I mean? Like that's the hardest. Yeah. That's like the hardest thing being an artist is just to get people to pay attention. Like if you can get people to pay attention, like you got something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think that's like the hardest thing because I've seen so many people that's tight. Yeah. Or have a lot of features, or have this going on and that going on, and you think it's going like the—that's the hardest shit, man. Yeah, to get who, people to pay attention. Who like stands out for you as someone that like you thought was great that just didn't maybe get the attention they deserved, or like, um, 
shit, man. There's so many people from L.A. that's like great, and I feel like uh, like didn't really, like I think like people like like Trady, for example. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, you know, he uh, he first went to side. prison for first, yeah. First East Side's record's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. The East Siders album is a classic. You know what I mean? And uh, and it, and it's a shame like the world the world know about him, but not like the world like they don't really know about him. Know about him. So like you know people like that and um I mean it's a lot of artists that's still active right now yeah. so I can't really say yet cuz totally. they might fuck around yeah. and blow up you yeah. know it was interesting cuz I feel like I feel like it might have been Tay the 3rd who told me that like he started rapping cuz it was I was I don't know if it was either Trady or Goldilocks but he he was in prison and then I guess basically he got Tay the 3rd to start rapping cuz it's like you should do you know what I mean so even there he was kind of like trying to be supportive and kind of Yeah 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 um Trade is definitely like a real OG man and a solid dude. I'm actually on the um, generals list too. I was in the pen with him too. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Back in um, I think that was like '08 when we was on the yard together. And he was a good dude. And you know what's crazy? We was in the pen together, but we never spoke. I never mm -hmm. spoke to him. Yeah. Cause I was young, hothead, and the way everybody treated him on the yard, like yeah. Trade, like yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like I didn't really want to feel like I was one of them dudes like yeah. ass kissing and dick riding. So we never spoke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying until we got on the street. You know uh -huh. what I mean? And then a lot of the times like I like to just let my reputation speak. Yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to me, hey bro, I'm whoopty whoop. I do this. I yeah, do that. Yeah. I do that. I do that. Yeah. That's like to me. That's like so typical. Like yeah. People just walking up telling you they whole resume like. You know, I feel like I'm, I, I appreciate that. I feel like a lot of people get further doing that, you know, but it's like, it's kind of a, it, you, you lose some dignity. Yeah, it sucks, bro. Like, <laughs> it it kind of sucks. And that might, that's like kind of like a good thing and a bad thing. This motherfucker right here tell me all the time to snap up out of that, but it's like, I'm damn near like an old dog when it comes to that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Nah, it's a... Uh... But I feel like you know it only like I feel like it only matters when you first come into the game, anyways. Because yeah, like cause two, two chains like is forty years old, but like is, right. you know people or even like Juicy J when he left Three Six Mafia, he was like right. thirty six, thirty seven, and a lot exactly whole generation of college kids thought he was like a new rapper. Exactly, and it, I mean they so popping like you get to the point where you so popping and you just like your name, the shit that you do is so big, like age disappear, like E forty. Yeah, he's E40 is 49. How many people say E40 is an old ass nigga? He's 50 years old. I don't want to. No, nobody yeah. says Snoop, that. Snoop, Snoop is almost, you know. Snoop, like Snoop nobody is, says that. These people are great. You know what I mean? Yeah. They do great shit. So yeah. age don't matter. Actually, they, the new Snoop album is, is really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, what you got? In, you got an album coming out in July with uh, Jay Worthy? Um, I believe so. Believe if that's so. when they gonna drop it, yeah. You know, I've been waiting for over a year now, yeah, to, so to get that one out. Yeah. yeah. So what else you got going on? Um, yeah. Let's just say this is, TBA. Yeah. Let's yeah. text. This probably won't be TBA. out for a while anyway. So yeah. So um, I don't I don't know exactly when that dropped, but um, you know, we got a lot of visuals, more music. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you about the uh, I like the No Limit. You were rapping over uh. Was it ain't my oh, fault? Oh, ain't my fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah, ain't my fault. <laughs> was that uh, like a favorite song when you were a kid? Ain't my fault was a big song. Oh, yeah, <laughs> ain't my fault. That was a, that was a real big song, and I um made Urkel hip hop. Yeah, that was like probably like around the end, the No Limit that I actually caught. 
And that was like towards the ass yeah. end of the, yeah. you know, of them being had, on top. Yeah, a make, make them say, uh, they had some like, yeah. uh, make them say, uh, was also no, shit late, that you can't uh, miss. Now I listen <laughs> to the catalog of shit that I, you know, that I missed. Well, Spotify, you know yeah, so the good thing about Spotify is you right. can go back. And exactly. Like, you, you, could, you could do your studies and everything. Listen so. to all the soul just slim. Yeah, but ain't my fault. I think I, um, I don't know how I got the beat. Yeah. But I got the beat and I was just feeling good, man. And I, and I ripped it. And you know what's the crazy thing about that song? I put that song out a year before that video. No, really? Nobody I listened did, yeah. to it. <laughs> Nobody listened to it. And I needed a freestyle because we was doing the G styles, uh -huh. like every thousand followers yeah. I was dropping a G. Yeah. And I needed one and I didn't have one. And I'm like, man, drop this shit again. And yeah. we dropped it again and it went up. Yeah. It's and it was out for a whole fucking year. Yeah. That's interesting how I feel like sometimes it's like not about the calorie that you have to get to that level where it kind of I mean right. it's like some tipping point and then cliche. you know it's the craziest part like a lot of people that like consider themselves day one followers and was on all yeah. my shit yeah. they heard it again and didn't realize yeah. it was out a year ago and yeah. said man your flow is getting better you're growing <laughs> as an artist I'm like shit I did that shit last year <laughs> you know so what uh I I, I want to do uh how did the uh that's cool that you did the thing with priority because I feel that was a very uh like a very LA. Yeah, that was like a that was kind of more so like a like just like a I guess a kid's dream like yeah. somebody being a fan of West Coast like oh yeah. shit I'm with priority you know yeah. what I'm saying I did something with them you know what I mean uh, they distributed uh all blue yeah. you know what I mean yeah so uh, yeah and they did vinyl for it that's out now. No, nah, they didn't do vinyl for it. The uh, shit don't stop is on vinyl. Oh, shit don't stop. Uh, oh, Metra, oh, Marriage. Uh, Did you press up the vinyl yourself for shit don't stop? Nah, nah. No. Uh, a vinyl company. What's the name of that company? Oh, Metra, oh, Marriage. I don't know how you say it, but they yeah they from overseas though. That's cool. Yeah, they based from overseas. So what? Uh, wind this up. But what? Uh, what do you think is most important for people to know about you that maybe they don't understand or gets misunderstood or, you know. Um, I mean, shit. I'm a I'm I'm a regular person. I'm a regular person, is you know. That's shit. I don't know, man. I don't even know what gets misunderstood. <laughs> Wait, you know do you mean? feel do you feel pressure to have to with your hair? Like you have to kind of keep up, you know. Nah, spectacular hair for the rest. <laughs> nah, I don't feel pressure because I just this just something I just wake up and like this is really like a wake get up and go hair. Yeah. Like I don't gotta I don't gotta comb my hair every day. I don't gotta go get haircuts. Yeah, I, feel I don't you. gotta I mean, do shit but yeah. just go like this and leave. Yeah, not you know feel you. I mean? Yeah, someone with like long hair that it's like uh, everyone's like, well, what? I was like, I nothing. Yeah, it's it's pretty simple. It's way more. It's 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 way easier than maintaining a fade. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to don't have to yeah. go every weekend. Right. You know, it's Jim Morrison probably would agree. Exactly. It's a it's a great you know it's a great deal, man. <laughs> All right, I was gonna say it's uh, rebellious. Last question: uh, How would you like to be remembered? Um. I'd like to be remembered for my music and just just moves that I made and helping people. Just legendary status. Like I wanna be in a I wanna be in a fucking museum. I wanna be in textbooks. I wanna be in books. I wanna be on fucking numerous documentaries about me. You know what I'm saying? I wanna be remembered as a great like not only a great artist, but just like a great person, a great individual, a yeah. great gangster. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, 
somebody that was true to the to the to the culture, to the lifestyle, you know what I mean, to the people. You know what I mean? I want to be talked about for thousands of years. I want to be a BG before G. <laughs> Before G and after G. Oh yeah, what the, I was gonna say. Uh, well, that was a good last answer. But how did you get the name uh, Perico? Um, man, that's crazy. I just said this shit earlier. Uh, we had a spot on 103rd and Broadway. Mm-hmm. It was a, a duplex, uh, fourplex. You know what I mean? And we was in the third one, and um, you know, we was getting money in there and shit. And uh, this around the time when I used to just be hustling for like five days straight before I go to the house. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Pockets full of money, but I would never take my fucking shoes off. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And uh, my fucking feet used to stink like a <laughs> motherfucker, right? So, you know, that's just putting you in the vibe yeah. of what was going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had stinky feet in my J's when I used to take my shoes off. When I did, niggas used to put my shoes outside and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it, it got to a everyone, point. Everyone has one of those friends. Yeah, it got to a point where it was embarrassing because I'm not really that type of person. Yeah. But I'm on the grind though, getting yeah. this money. So, um, so all that was going on and yeah. shit. And we used to bag a lot. We still bag a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We used to bag a lot. You know what I'm saying? Fights a lot, all type of shit a lot. You know what I'm saying? In the spot. And um, and one day, uh, my home girl and my homie, my home girl, uh. G Mo, Monique, and my homie Big Magic. You know what I'm saying? They daughter magical. She had um she was one of the first people. Somebody else called me Perico first. But when she said it, you know what I'm saying, it had became a joke. Uh-huh. But like I don't I still don't remember what, what was the funny part about it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it became a, a ongoing joke for yeah. for for you know a week or so. My homie Lil Jap, my homie B Mike, uh who else was down there with us all the time? That was pretty much it. Jab B Mike, um, G Mo, a few other homies that stopped through here and there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it became a joke for like a week. Perico, Perico. I didn't even know how to spell it right. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm a uh I'ma run with this. Yeah. Call me G Perico from now on. You know what I'm saying? And um I was spelling it wrong. I had a uh Hispanic girl at the time. Well, somebody that I was, you know, I used to pick her up, knock yeah. her down, and drop her off. Yeah. And I had a um I had a actually had a shirt made with Perico. And I spelled it wrong. And she showed she taught me how to spell it right, actually. You know what I'm saying? And this was like two thousand five. For you know what I'm saying? I wasn't even trying to rap like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It was just like my name, G Perico. Yeah. And um that's pretty much how I got that name, man, from hanging out yeah. in the spot, man. Like comedy turned into some real yeah. shit. It's like writing a hit song by accident. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming through, man. No doubt. Thanks Appreciate for having it. me, man.